Welcome to the Ever Believer Witness Podcast. This is Evan Finch, and I'm glad you have joined us today. I believe you will be blessed as Dennis shares how to actually enjoy being a Christian. John's second question on the salvation test. Today, we're continuing our podcast series on how to actually enjoy being a Christian. And just a brief review, we began talking about the fact that so many people who say they're Christian don't manifest the joy of the Lord. Our face is a blinking neon sign telling people, regardless of what we say, how we're really doing. And the fact is, Jesus wants us to have the full measure of his joy. And so the series is entitled, How to Actually Enjoy Being a Christian. And we started out looking at the fact that if you're going to enjoy being a Christian, you have to know for sure you are one. Can't enjoy being something you're not. Uh, I'd enjoy being a baseball, professional baseball player. Can't because I'm not. I can't enjoy that. And you can't enjoy, I can't enjoy being a Christian if we're not one and if we're not sure that we are one. And so how can a person be sure that on judgment day, we're not going to be one of the many that Jesus says, depart from me, I never knew you, even though we call him by Lord. The Apostle Paul gives us the answer in 2 Corinthians 13. Remember what he said? Examine yourselves to see if you're really in the faith, if you're really saved, if you're really a Christian. Test yourselves. Realize you are you are a Christian unless you fail the test. And so we began looking last week at the questions on the test. Just three questions. The first question we looked at last week is, do I obey God's commands? This is how we know that we know him if we obey his commands, 1 John 2. But there's another question on the test a little further in 1 John, and here's second second question on the test. Do I love other Christians? Do I love other Christians? Uh, here's the way John expressed it. He said, we know that we have passed from death to life. Now, notice he says, we know. And the expression pass from death to life is talking about spiritually dead to spiritually alive. See, we're all born in the world, physically alive, spiritually dead, separated from God. Uh, and we have, it has to be a, come a, a point in time where we move from death to life. We move from being spiritually dead to being spiritually alive, to being born again, to being saved, to being a child of God. And he says, we can know that we've passed from death to life because we love our brothers. Anyone who does not love remains in death. In other words, they've never been born again. And notice we love our brothers. All Christians are part of the family of God. And that's an expression for other men, women, young people who are in the family of God with us. We can know for sure that we're Christian if we love other Christians. And love is not just an emotion, but it results in actions. Notice what the Bible says about God's love for us. God demonstrated, he manifested, he showed his love for us while we were still sinners. Christ died for us. So it's one thing for me to say I love my wife, to say I love my brother in Christ, my sister in Christ, but if it's true, it's going to manifest itself in action. So what kind of actions um, let us know that uh, that we love someone? 
Well, if you love someone, you want to be with them. You want to be around them. Uh, I mentioned earlier about my wife and about our, our dating. I met my wife on a Sunday in May. And when I met her, I met her on Sunday and we went out that night. I asked her to marry me on our first date. And she said, no, you're, I was crazy. And she was moving from the end of the school year back home from the dorm to her home um, several miles away. And so she did that on Monday. So I didn't see her on Monday. I saw her on Tuesday. And after that, I only missed two more days in the next 13 months. We were around one another all the time. You know why? Because I had a friend. He says, well, Dennis, you got to go see Jane today. Oh, do I really? Yeah, you got to go see her. No, I wanted to be around Jane. I loved her and I do love her and I wanted to be around her. It's so interesting. Before I became a follower of Jesus at age 31, I'd been in and out of church, mostly in church, but if I could get out of it, I would. Um, I didn't want to go to church. I remember in my late 20s, um, maybe 30 years old, I would so not want to go to church that I would get up on Sunday morning and I would pray this prayer. Lord, will you please let there be a fire call today? Because I was a volunteer fireman. Lord, will you please let there be a fire call this morning so I won't have to go to church? Now, I'm serious. You say, Dennis, you did not pray that. I did. Now, I would pray, God. Please don't let anybody's house burn or barn burn, but just let it be a grass fire or a field fire because if the fire alarm went off and I got to the fire station, I didn't have to go to church. So that's the way it was for several years. And then I trusted Jesus Christ riding down Interstate 40 on a Wednesday afternoon, driving, smoking, praying, crying. I'd heard the gospel that he died for me and rose again. And I just called out and said, Jesus, my life's a wreck. I'm ready to you come in and forgive me and take over. And he did. And when I got home, my wife, Jane, was sent to sink. And I went up and put my arm around her. And I told her I'd been saved. And she cried and I cried and uh, told the children. And then I did something that was totally foreign to me before. I said, hey, let's go to church tonight. It was a Wednesday night service. I, and I stood up at church and told everyone I trusted Jesus Christ. See, the fact is, if you love someone, you want to be around them. After that, nobody had to say, you got to go to church. I wanted to be around my brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, here's another way love manifests itself. If you love someone, you treat them right. You know, there's a chapter in the Bible. We call it the love chapter. And you hear it read it at weddings and other times, you know, love is patient, love is kind, and the characteristics of love. But in the context of that chapter in the Bible, this is not written about a romantic love uh, or a love between a husband and wife. It's written about love between brothers and sisters in Christ. He wrote it to the local church at Corinth that had divisions and had arguments and fussing and lawsuits going on. And he said, no, if you love someone, this is how you treat them. Um, here again, before salvation, I, when I did go to church, I was an unsaved church member, and we used to have business meetings. Uh, I hope you never have business meetings in your church. I mean, uh, or at least an annual meeting to just kind of 
go through what's what's been prepared. It doesn't mean you shouldn't know, but business meetings, when you throw open the floor, is like a political convention. My goodness. But when there was a church business meeting, I was always against whatever's going on. And I'd be loud and I'd be ugly. I was a thorn in the side of the pastor. Uh, I remember one time I got pastor so angry that he left the room so he wouldn't do something ungodly. I mean, I was just a snare, a thorn in his side. But then I trusted Jesus as my Savior. And by the way, you say, Dennis, are you saying everybody who raises Cain and is ugly at a church business meeting is lost? <laughs> probably, probably yes. But if they're not, they're certainly not right with God because we know we belong to him if we love the brothers and sisters. But when I came to faith in Christ, I had been saved very long, maybe just a few weeks. And I went back, I'd left that church and I went back to that pastor and I asked him to forgive me. And I said, I was so ugly. I, I, I really was, I was an ordinary church member. Uh, I didn't know Jesus. And I wanna ask you to forgive me. And he said, I do forgive you. And I said, you know, I'd really like to go before the whole church and ask the whole church to forgive me. And the very first sermon I ever preached John 13, 34, 35 was my text when he gave me a Sunday night service in May of 1977. And I preached this text. By this, all men will know you're my disciples if you have love one for another. How can you know for sure you're a Christian? Do I love other Christians? And that, that love will manifest itself in wanting to be around them and how you treat them. It'll also manifest itself in how you share with them. How you share with them. Now, let me ask you this. How do you respond to other people's needs? <clears throat> if there's a special offering in your church, <clears throat> a missions offering, a benevolence offering, or if you know a brother or a sister has a need, how do you respond to that? Are you, do you begrudge when, when you're asked to give or help out a brother or sister in Christ? Here's what John said a little later. Dear children, let us not love with words or tongue. Oh, I love you, I love you. But with actions and truth, this then is how we know that we belong to the truth. And that phrase, belong to the truth, is just another synonym to how we know we're saved. In my prayer list, I pray, Lord, will you bless and prosper every Believer Witness Ministries so we can help other evangelists and other ministries. How can you actually enjoy being a Christian? You have to know for sure you are one. How can you do it? Just test yourselves. Question number one, do I obey God's commands? Question number two, do I love other Christians? Will you take a few minutes and just, just give an honest appraisal of your life and answer that question for you? Do I love other Christians? Because if I do, or if you do, we'll manifest it in how we treat them. Thank you for being with us today. Don't miss the next podcast. We're going to have the third and final question on how to know for sure you're a Christian. God bless. If these podcasts are a blessing and encouragement to you, would you pray about becoming a monthly partner with Every Believer a Witness? We want to increase the number of podcasts we do, as well as reach more and more believers. You can make your tax-deductible gift on our website. Thank you.